Welcome back to the Larry Lakers, where tonight it is a smashing, smashing, smashing 138 loss. 138 to 94. 44 points. Yes, 44 points. The worst ever defeat in LeBron James' career. Can you believe that? The worst ever defeat in LeBron's career has come tonight. Following a win in Cleveland, LeBron's turned up. He was pretty efficient tonight himself, but the team has had a shocker. They didn't lead any quarter, and the game has got away from them big time, particularly in that fourth quarter. But really, they never really should have been in this game and Philly were deserving winners. We hate to say it. It looks like they are the team that has won the James Harden trade, that's for sure. Here we go. Here's the viewers' questions. Let's get straight into them. Is Philly the city of smotherly love? (laughs) Smotherly love. I think they had shirts on that said the city of brotherly love. But that's a question, Mo, from Memphis. He's questioning the defense of Philly. Are they the city of smotherly love? We did see Pat Bev out there. We saw Covey. We saw him jostle Austin Reeves, but I think it wasn't just defense. They smashed us with offense. At one stage, mid-second quarter, it was 10-1 in the three-point shooting department. We'll have a look at the shot chart. We'll get it up for you later. 10-1. They smashed us from three-pointers, and it's something to worry about. Where are our threes going to come from, Mo, from Memphis? Are they thinking when Vando comes back, it's going to be raining threes? Or when Gabe Vincent, is he got... <laughs> 30 points of threes in him. I'm not sure that he has. It's a worry for the Lakers, and uh, it's a great point, a good question you ask. Mo from Memphis, thank you. Thank you again, folks. You're on the Larry Lakers. Please give us a subscribe. Listen to us too on the podcast and uh, share us on the YouTube. Let's get it. 138.94 if you missed it. I hate to say it again. Maybe tomorrow it'll be more fun going to the dentist. 138.94. 44 points. Yes, 44 points. The worst in LeBron's career. Did Pat Bev bust up Austin Reeves? Clayto at Clayton. Oh, look, there was a section there and people have cut it up into a bit of footage there for YouTube to play it over and over again. Where, yep, he bumped him. Uh, he got away a little bit. And Austin, as he does, he turns, he picks that ball up and he gets a bit stuck this season. Overcame Covington. The third man, of course, was the sideline and it was a turnover. And then, of course, we tried to walk up the court and Pat Bev made himself look big and got up into his chest. But really, it was forgotten after that. You would think from the clips that it was a major, major confrontation and it wasn't as bad as it perhaps was, but it wasn't a great look for Austin Reeves, where he's been getting into trouble this season, picking up that dribble, getting a little stuck on in the spin cycle. Someone else comes over or they big him up uh, and he's in a little bit of trouble there. He, he got a couple of turnovers there trying to cross folks over as well or turn on folks. And it's not the first time this season. So great question there from Clayto at Clayton. Keep up those questions. Keep sending them in to the Larry Lakers at gmail.com or put them in the comments below. Love to see your comments. Well done. Here's another one. It's from a fellow, a big man's locks tons of keen basketball himself and a regular on the show. Does Joel Embiid own AD? Does Joel Embiid own AD? Well, he owned him today. Uh, I don't think AD's game was as bad as people think. We'll have a look at that. But it's not great if uh, Embiid's got 30. That hurts you. And uh, you're not there yourself. He didn't match him point for point. Early on, he looked like he was going to get him in foul trouble, AD. 
but in and then we didn't keep going there we didn't keep trying to draw fouls on uh Embiid for some reason unless we think oh well the home crowd maybe they wouldn't let him get the fouls but uh, we didn't take him on down the stretch and he pushed off he pushed away uh, but tonight it was Joel Embiid who owned AD I think over their career AD's gone pretty well so I don't think we'll go so early and say he's owned him over a lifetime but tonight he did big muns blocks tons great question what have you got to do to get a charge on AD Ted Owen Sacramento oh great question every time someone looked at, like they were going to front him from two meters away, two yards away, he just kept running into him and getting the call. He's a bit like Sabonis there at um, the Sacramento Kings. What do you got to do to get a charge on these guys? Maybe when they play each other, they'll run into each other all night, and knock themselves senseless. But right now, I don't know, Ted. Uh, you've got to get position for a start. A couple of our players might not have quite been in position, but he certainly ran straight in them and created the contact. I'll tell you this, uh, Ted O from Sacramento, he's the league leader, Joel Embiid, in free, free throws attempted. Free throws attempted, the league leader. Something's going on. I suspect he's running into people. No wonder that to get rid of James Harden, milk and calls. They've got the bloke at centre running into people. Free throws made and three throws attempted, the league leader. So at least he's making them. No wonder he likes running into people. Easy points, gives him a rest. And he's also... He's also leads the league time in possession. So there's a question for AD. Did he raise a question last game? Finally, they ran some things for me or through me. Oh, Why isn't AD leading the league time in possession? Well, if you could do what uh, Joel Embiid is, maybe we could let him do that. And uh, that was the design. That was the plan. LeBron was meant to be the next most possession and so he could take over all that time, particularly regular season for LeBron. But AD's been a little fragile, been a little inconsistent. But a counterclaim is the coaches have got to run the offense through him. Joel Embiid leading the lead, time in possession, free throws made and free throws attempted. Did Philly win the James Harden trade? Addition by subtraction. D Styles at the nation's capital. Great question. Well, I didn't think they were going so they got much for him. I thought they needed to get some younger players. But they're getting something out of these veterans from that trade, plus they've got picks to come. So, yes, the answer is yes, D-Styles. Write it down now. Put it on a post-it note. Put it on the fridge. Philly has won the James Harden trade. Addition by subtraction. They've got uh, something out of Covington tonight, something out of Morris. No wonder we were saying, go back and look at our previous off. He's got tattoos all over him but we miss Markeith Morris we never really replaced him I know he's young and agile young Vando but that sort of uh, bulldog that they had with the occasional three and that big body and a little bit of Mr. Mean there with Markeith well today Marcus Morris came on hadn't been playing much at the Clippers and hit threes all over the place so they're getting something out of Morris and Batoon has always been pretty classy and um didn't have a great contract, of course, but once that got cleared and he got to the Clippers, started playing like a new man again. And maybe every time he gets a change of team, he's refreshed. He's been playing well there for the Philadelphia 76ers. So they've won the trade. Not only have they got the picks to come, but they're getting something out of uh, Cummington, Morris and Batum, and they did tonight. Is it too early to talk trades for the Lakers? Oh, 
Is it that bad a game that we've got to talk trades? Maybe it is. Mo from Memphis. Um, look, maybe uh, it is time to start talking them, but we can't make many, Mo. We've got so many players that aren't even eligible to trade till mid-December. And uh, do you want to trade them when their value is low? Uh, do you want to put some of your valued and darling players in, like... Uh, are you going to put Max Christie in it? Are you going to put uh, Austin Reeves in it that have been really darlings of the team and the fans? People would hate to lose those guys. Rui, maybe Rui has been one of your leading three-point shooters. Uh, concussed out uh, this time on protocol. Maybe he'll return in one of those masks that the players have been wearing, getting back on on soon. I'm not sure he would have made the difference tonight, but I'll be interested to see when he comes back. Is it too early to talk trades, oh, mate, uh, only a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we should be looking at them and seeing what's there, but we've got to get a bit of value. Should one of those trades be Rob Palinka? Should one of the trades be Rob Palinka? Monteo from Manila. Manila. They tell me in the Philippines the Lakers are big. Hello to all our viewers out there. Uh, look, we've got a third of the rotation not contributing. We've got the two rookies, and we moved heaven and earth to get these guys. We moved up to get the second guy, Max Lewis, and we haven't got much there out of Jalen Hood, Shafino. So, uh, and then around those picks are guys like Podzinski there that's playing for the uh, Warriors. And there's a guy over there in the Celtics looks pretty interesting too. Champions, we need uh, something out of those two. You wouldn't expect a lot, but just some signs. They thought Jalen Hutchifino was the sort of body that was ready to play in the NBA. And then uh, we haven't got much, of course, out of Vando, Gabe Vincent. So there's four. If you're playing at least 12, we've got four of the guys who are soaking up a little bit of the money and uh, decent money too that aren't contributing to the team at the moment. So uh, even those rookie contracts have a, have a price that's above like the uh, veterans minimum. So those guys there, when you compare it to like Phoenix getting uh, Kuta Bates D up, as we said, uh, Kemetsi Mutu, uh, Eubanks, uh, <laughs> so many players on those veteran minimums at the bargain basement. Hey, Blinker. What's going on, champion? Um, should the Lakers have hidden the ball after an early lead? Jono from Skatown, I believe that that's a country basketball question, a Bush League basketball question. These uh, teachers in a country town there, and uh, look, there's been teams that have done funny things in those Bush League basketball games, like hide the ball, deflate it a little bit. You get a lead. The Lakers had a 5-0 lead. That's when we should have stopped, should have called it off. That's when we should have turned the lights off, had some sort of power failure, set something up. And, of course, all sorts of shenanigans in these Bush League games where teams have done things like that. Held the ball, no shot clock in some of these uh, country competitions, rural competitions. Held the ball, milked the clock. All sorts of famous things. Uh, got ahead. Uh, we've had teams just milk the fouls uh, because the clock doesn't stop in some of these Bush League competitions. But uh, it wasn't Bush League today, fellas. Uh, it was pretty hard to find any way to excuse the fact um, we, we weren't good enough, despite that 5-0 lead where, where uh, maybe that was enough and we relaxed after that a little too much. Um, what about uh, should Ham uh, did the halftime scoreboard for – this is an interesting one. Magic from Figueroa. It might have a little bit of bias. Did the halftime scoreboard failure stop the Lakers' comeback? 
that could be a, a great thumbnail. It'd be one with great bias. I think we'd be uh, shouted down by all the 76ers fans. <laughs> but we did show a little bit of momentum going into half time. I think we had a little uh, 12 to 4 run or something like that. But I'd, uh, I'd love to think it was, but no, I'm sorry. Uh, they were too good tonight. Um, their magic from Figueroa. Thanks for your bias. That could be my thumbnail. Uh, Lakers robbed by a halftime scoreboard failure. I think uh, people would be out to uh, burn that uh, YouTube down in the, at Philadelphia. But thank you for uh, giving us an out anyway there. Magic. The halftime scoreboard failure stopped our momentum. Uh, should Ham have put LeBron back on earlier uh, before the end of the third quarter? Uh, he did put him off 19 seconds to go, which I thought was a bit odd you know if you if he wasn't going to put him on at all and um we got the lead back with lebron to 11 points early we'd finished strongly in the second quarter and um we got it back to 11 then they got another run away then we got it back to 11 again uh late third quarter i think the answer is yes i think if you're going to spend your petrol spend your money use the fuel you had i think 19 seconds was a little bit too late coach ham Get him back on. He was pretty uh, efficient for the night. He looked like at the start of that third quarter, he wanted to take the game on Jimmy Butler style. Maybe we needed to bring him on and give him like two and a half, three minutes, three and a half minutes of the remainder of that third quarter. Great question there. We'll have to go back and have a look at it. Although there is a question about watching this game twice from one of the listeners coming up here, I think. But uh, should Hammer put him back on? before the 19 seconds to go in the third quarter? Yes, I, I'm willing to roll the dice there. You could leave him off for fourth quarter if that didn't come off. Um, was this the worst defeat in LeBron's career? <laughs> Ask uh, Tim at, at uh, Destination Anywhere. Go and see him. They're on Facebook for all of your travel needs. But was this the worst defeat in LeBron's career? Yes, Tim, it was. Oh, I don't know if you're rubbing it in and you knew that already. 44 points is the worst defeat in his career. It was 15 at halftime and it was 18 at the end of the third quarter, to be fair. So to be fair to LeBron, he was pretty efficient and uh, I don't think a, a lot of it was his fault, uh, but he did have a massive uh, negative on the real plus minus. So 44 points. Yeah, the worst in his career, Tim Hugs. Great question if you're not trying to rub it in to Lakers fans. Where does the eye test meet the box score, asked Mick the Inca, the Down Spelinka. And when it does, uh, do your eyes bleed? <laughs> do your eyes bleed on the, where the eye test meets the box score? Mick the Inca, the Down Spelinka. He's doubted a lot of these trades there, even that good year he had last year at the trade deadline. Uh, the answer, Mick, yes, it hurts. And we'll go through that really quickly for you in a minute there. Uh, what would you watch instead of this if you had to watch it twice, says Jai, the retro shoe guy. Mate, uh, one of the uh, shows I've, I watched uh, a little earlier in the year um, that I did see flicking around on Netflix again comes up in my sports suggested movies. Uh, Kelsey, I'd have another look at Kelsey, particularly in all this talk of LeBron being one of the oldest players in the competition and when do people retire? I would have a look. And of course, it's Jason Kelsey, not Travis, who, who's been famous for uh, being on The Bachelor and shows like that. As well as that, listen right to the end if you can. There's a great little tune for those who like a good tune. See what you think. I liked it. The Cape 
get it. Maybe Google that one, but very, oh, tears almost coming out of your eyes. And uh, where to next for the Lakers if there weren't tears coming out of your eyes watching this? So, Sean and Abby take away. Look, it's Detroit next, 4 p.m. We absolutely have to win that. 4 p.m. on Wednesday, Detroit. It's a good question, Sean. Unless you meant where to next for the Lakers, uh, maybe they need to go into the river mirrors, mate, and have a long look at themselves. But right now, it is, if you meant what's next on the schedule, it's 4 p.m. Wednesday versus Detroit. And uh, Thursday, we've got to back up there. OKC, 5 p.m. Rockets, Saturday, 7.30. So they're next for the Lakers. Detroit, OKC, Rockets. You've got to go and win uh, those two next two games on this. You've got to smash Detroit. And you've got to have a red hot go at booting OKC to gain some redemption for this massive loss there. Uh, where did we lose it? On the stats, if it doesn't make your eyes bleed as well. Um, our field goal percentage, you won't believe it, was 47 compared to their 50. But we got smashed here, 7 of 28 three-pointers compared to 22 of 46. So you've got 15 more three-pointers to your opposition, 15 threes. There's 45 if my maths is right. 15 threes, kiddies at home, go and do the maths. 15 threes, 45 points, and you've lost the game by 44. Palinka, what's happening to the three-point shooting, coaching? What's going on? Christian Wood, I think he was zero from five. We got these guys to shoot threes. Mate, do something about it, please. Uh, free throws, they hit 84. We hit 69, but I don't think that was enough to be the whinge. 32 on the rebounds compared to their 48. They smashed us there. There's an extra 16. Six to 15 on the offensive, so they got nine more than us on the offensive. 26. 33 there, so the seven more there. Assist, you're going to think they beat us in assists when you win by 44 points. 33, 23, 10 more assists. So 10 more assists. 35 more points from three. More rebounds, as you said. Blocks, hey, we won something. 4-2. 17 in the turnovers. 10 more turnovers. Mate, these aren't good things, let alone three-point shooting. There's some bad signs here. Here's one good one. You're playing Joel Embiid, and this is right for you. 58 points in the paint. Who would have thought it to their 38? So 20 more in the point paint. At last, we won something. Fouls were pretty even for those people saying, oh, Joel Embiid just jumped into it, which might have been me. 18, 17. We'll put the graphs up for you on that. But here's a concern. Phoenix, 11 and 6 in the Pacific standings. Sacramento, 9 and 6. And the Lakers now dropping to 10 and 8. Third, Phoenix on fire with a bullet, and they haven't even got... Uh, Kevin Durant back, and Beal. They're just winning it with Booker by himself. And all those players that Blinka missed out on. We featured this. Go back a few episodes. Have a look. We question after one of Phoenix's, although they might have gotten a bit of trouble for getting Eubanks a little bit early. But would I have had him maybe instead of uh, Jackson Hayes? Sorry to say, Jackson. I would have had Eubanks. Would we? I might have even had Javal McGee, but love to see your work there. Davis wasn't as bad as we think. 17 points, uh, 7 of 14 shooting, and he's played 32 minutes. He's got 11 rebounds, one block. He was a minus 13 on the real plus, but that's really one of our best players. Torian Prince had a good second half, started to score some. 11 points there. He's got four rebounds, just the one assist. And uh, LeBron James played 30 minutes. Hopefully that can rest him for these upcoming games. Sadly, he's a minus 30 in the real plus. 18 points, though, from his 30 minutes and 
pretty efficient compared to what he did at the Cavs. 8-12. What a pity to waste an efficient game from LeBron. And there were signs he wanted to take it over. Start of the third quarter, start of the second half. He wanted to be the man, but... Um, the game. He got it back to 11. Then it started to sneak out again. They subbed him off. It blew out, came back a bit. I think we should have got him back on a bit earlier. D'Angelo Russell, we need more from this. If Maxi clears 30 and you can't get more than 12 from D'Angelo Russell and 12 from uh, Austin Reeves, you're in trouble. We didn't get enough from our guards. They didn't do enough. And as we saw that episode where Beverly uh, looked like he uh, mastered him, uh, punked him, but uh, maybe Austin Reeves wasn't having a good night overall. I think that episode had been blown out of a bit of proportion, but there is something to this, picking the ball up early, getting in a bit of a funk, and our guards, they did not produce enough. We keep talking about Embiid, Embiid, Embiid. Our guards didn't produce enough tonight. Go back and have a look and see if you think I'm right. At least tonight, the great uh, Maxwell Lewis got on. He was minus 17 for his eight minutes. Uh, They really let the game, let go of the rope there. in that fourth quarter. Once LeBron went off, you'd think, here's these bench guys, they're going to play to show off and earn some minutes. It was like they let go of the rope and the gap just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, Let's have a look at this. Uh, Batoon, how about this? When we said they won the trade for the uh, Harden, plus 30. 29 minutes plus 30 for his 10 points, plus 30 in the real plus. Uh, Tobias Harris was only plus seven, so there's a superstar that we kept down. Joel Embiid, 31 minutes, um, but 30 points. 30 points for his 31 minutes, plus 11. How about that? He got the free throw line for 12 attempts, and he was 10 or 12 from them. Tyrese Maxey, our guards didn't do enough, plus 25, 31 points there for Tyrese Maxey. Eight or nine from the free throws, five or 12 from three-point land. Um, Fantastic. Covington, helping winning without scoring, something we're sort of hoping from the guys like Tory and Prince. This guy got zero points, but in 18 minutes, plus 14. There's a win from the trade of James Harden. Um, they got Martin on for a little bit there. Athletic, I'd like to see him in the future. But Morris, they got 20 minutes out of the dude, 20 minutes, and he's plus 24 for 16 points. He shot four or five from three point. Please, Markeith, why didn't we sign him? Palinka. I know it's his twin brother, but the Mavs, I mean, they didn't offer him a lot of money. We could have got him back like the old times. Bomba, who was a bit of a boss, got on. Uh, Ellie got five minutes there. But believe it or not, he was plus seven. He was plus 13 for seven points. Mo Bomba, who didn't work out for the Lakers. But what about Beverly, the Devilly? Here he goes, 24 minutes. He's a real plus minus a plus 26, 12 points. Can you believe Beverly who couldn't hit a barn with us? Hit four of eight. At one stage was three of five for his three-pointers. Where to next for the Lakers? Detroit, 4 p.m. Wednesday, Thursday, OKC. How can LeBron play those two when he was efficient tonight? We're wasting efficient games. What are we going to do? Where are we going to find some scoring let us know uh really i thought tonight uh, everyone thought bang 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 look at those figures from maxi those guards tonight mate something was out a little bit they were okay but really okay wasn't good enough tonight the rockets saturday 7 30 you've been listening to the larry lakers please subscribe give us a like please share don't let it be a secret um and Have a look at the podcast. Listen to the podcast. It's on all good platforms. See you next time. Travel safely until 
Detroit, we better come and turn out in full force against Detroit and back up for OKC. And then maybe statistically, we can turn this road trip into something. Until then, from the Larry Lakers, travel safe, go Lakers.